This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hey, 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 voice teacher. Welcome back to another episode of the Voicepreneur Podcast. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. And if this is your first episode, oh my goodness, welcome. I'm so excited that you are here. I am so excited that you clicked on this episode. And I know the title is not all that sexy, but it is so sexy when we think about how freaking life-changing this topic, setting your policies is for your business and your life. It is life-changing <laughs> for your business and your life. That sounded really redundant. But it is life-changing in that this is how your business operates. If you want to have an ideal life and your business support your ideal life, this, my friend, is the way to do it. Your policies. Let's talk about your policies. Oh my gosh, it is so important. So if you don't have your policies clearly written out, if you don't have a contract for your students, this episode hopefully will encourage you to do just that, especially before the back to school season rolls around really, really soon, which is why we're releasing this episode now. So before we dive into the five considerations that I would encourage you to include in your contract and your policies, let's talk really quick about policies and how important they are to enforce. Now, I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is, but there is something about voice teachers, about music teachers, about musicians. It's probably a musician thing now that I think about it. <laughs> but there is something about us and our nature that feels really, really scared to enforce our policies. There's something really terrifying about setting policies and setting boundaries with our clients. And if I really dig deep into this, I think that what this really comes down to is the fact that we are afraid that if we set boundaries with our clients, they will leave, that they won't want to work with us anymore. And it's so interesting because I actually think that this is the most wrong, <laughs> the most wrong belief that you can have because it's literally the opposite. It's actually the opposite. If you have policies, if you have boundaries, people are so much more likely to work with you and respect you. So this is a really interesting mindset shift that I think most of us need to cultivate for ourselves, that we are doing ourselves and our students a favor by having policies and boundaries in place. Now, here's the thing, my friend, and this is a really, really important life skill for all of us to learn as business owners and as just regular humans walking on this earth. We have to teach people how to treat us. I really want you to think about this. You have to teach your clients how to teach you. And you're going to have to do this over and over and over again. I mean, think about it. Think about what we do as teachers. When we are teaching a concept to one of our students, chances are they're not going to get that concept right away, right? They have to be taught it over and over and over again. 
So anytime that you are having drama with your clients, instead of getting into a reactionary, impulsive, egoic state, this is your opportunity to practice teaching them again. And if you haven't taught them, then it's your opportunity to practice teaching them. (laughs) And this can mean a lot of different things. It can mean explaining what your policies say again. It can mean actually writing your policies and clearly communicating them. It can mean updating your policies. It can mean a lot of different things, my friend, but I never want you to feel like life is coming at you right? That your clients are coming at you, that you're a victim to these types of things. We are never the victim to these types of things. If you are a business owner and you are having struggles with customer service or customer support or client support or a client is upset or any of these types of things, this is an invitation. Always. It's always an invitation. The invitation can be a lot of things. It can be update your policies. It can be, oh, you need to reiterate those policies again. It can be, "Mm, you know what? That student, you don't need to teach them anymore, right? It can be a lot of things and it's going to be different depending on your situation. But the most important thing to remember here is that life is not happening to you, my friend. This is not happening to you. It is happening for you. So I want you to really assess your policies, take a look at them and see if they are in alignment for what it is that you need now. Which brings me to the first policy that I recommend including in your contract and that is communication. Communication slash expectations. You can kind of think about it as the same thing. So here's what we mean by communication. And this is something that is so often missed and it is so easily fixed. (laughs) So easily fixed. How and when do you want your students to communicate with you? Do you have specific days that you do not want to be reached? Do you have certain ways that you do not want to be reached, right? This is all this means. And you know what's so great is that all you got to do is follow what you say. So for example, I used to have students who would text me on a Sunday afternoon and it would really drive me crazy. Like I definitely am that person where I am constantly having to reassess my own thoughts to remind myself, oop, I'm getting a little blamey there. (laughs) I'm getting a little blamey like, oh, why is this person texting me on a Sunday? What are they thinking? Why are they? I don't text my acupuncturist on a Sunday afternoon, right? So I get in this very like blamey kind of like annoyed state with my students. It's practice for me to be like, oh, there it is. There's that thought. There's that annoying thought, that frustrating thought. Oh, I think I could communicate my boundaries better. I think that this is that opportunity, right? So invitation. So if you have things in your life right now that your students are doing, let's say communication wise, expectation wise, that are irritating you, write those things down. It is a perfect opportunity for you to include them in your policies so that they can be communicated in a better way for your students. The second policy consideration is your scheduling. Your scheduling. How do you do your scheduling? Oh my gosh, this is so important. This is so important because your schedule is your life right? How you treat your schedule is what type of boss you are. Now, of course, of course, when we are in the early days of our teaching, or if we're just like in it with our teaching, right? We have a lot of students. Our schedule is going to be full. And I'm not saying that you aren't a boss if you have a full schedule. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. In fact, you're totally a boss if you have a full schedule, of course. But this also means that you are in charge 
of when you're teaching, the days you're teaching, the time frames you're teaching, how long your lessons are, how many students you have in one day. This is the type of stuff that you can be in control of and you are in control of. So make sure that all of this is explicitly clear inside of your policies, that you have some sort of scheduling system. Maybe it's a public calendar or, well, that's what I definitely recommend. I don't recommend doing a whole email back and forth thing. But if you are doing that, that's fine too. But you've got to make sure that you are clear. I only teach on these days. I only teach during these times. I only teach, you know, three, four times a month or whatever it is. Make sure that you're really clear and don't let them push you back on this one. This is a very important one to become a boss about. <laughs> All right. The third consideration for your policies is your payment how you're getting paid, when you're getting paid, what type of format you are getting paid in. Are you doing it electronically? I really, really hope so. <laughs> now, of course, I know that there are transaction fees that go with doing electronic payment, but hey, that is just kind of part of the sunk cost of being a business owner. I highly recommend doing electronic because you don't have to wait on that in-person transaction in order to get paid. I've had this happen to me so many times, honestly, where it's like, okay, you are going to come to your first lesson of the month with that check that is going to pay for all the lessons of the month. And then they don't show up and then I'm screwed. So <laughs> I really, really hope that this has not happened to you. If this has, then maybe this is your invitation to get onto the electronic boat. But either way, we want to be very clear about how you're accepting payment, when we are accepting payment. If you are doing, let's say, payment on the first of every month, or maybe they are paying every other lesson or however you do it, you just got to make sure that that is explicitly clear. <laughs> All right. The fourth consideration is tardiness. Now, tardiness, of course, is going to depend on lots of different factors here. It's going to depend on how long the lesson is, if the lesson is virtual, if it's in person, right? There's all kinds of things here. But here is what I will say about tardiness. I do think it's really important to have this explicitly clear that at some point during the lesson, the lesson is going to be forfeited if you're not there. And this is just respectful for you and your time. I've had to learn this the hard way, as we all do, where you're just sitting there in the lesson and you're like, okay, this is a 30-minute lesson and you're 15 minutes late. Are we even going to have a lesson anymore? And then they show up <laughs> at the 16th minute and you're like, cool, let's just have a 14-minute voice lesson? Question mark? Like, no, that's not a thing. So if you're feeling like this is not, this is not the length of a lesson, like I, as a teacher, I can't do my best job with this amount of time. You can't do your best learning with this amount of time. So no, we're not going to have a lesson. You are too late. I'm sorry. You, this is cutting into our time. So just make sure that however long that time is, maybe it's, you know, half of the lesson or it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes or whatever it is that that is clear inside of your contract that at that point, if you are late, then you are not coming. There is no more lesson. And that is the end of that. <laughs> and the last thing to consider for your policy considerations is termination. This one, oh my goodness, let me be the person to tell you how freaking important this one is. Of all of the policies, of all five of these, I think termination is the one that you 1000% need to have. You could literally get away with not having the other ones. Actually, that's probably not true. 
<laughs> I said that and I was like, that does not feel right as I'm saying that out loud. But okay, you probably can't get away with it. But what I'm saying is termination policy is the one that is going to screw you over the most if you don't have it written down. So let me give you a fun little fable that happened to me many years back that taught me this lesson the hard way. So essentially, I had these three students that I was teaching. I showed up to their house the day that their payment was due for that entire month. And three students, right? Three students in one family. So it was, an, it was just one family with three students in it. That's a big chunk of change. As you probably know, if you teach families, then that's a good chunk of change. So I show up at the door. I knock on the door. Nobody answers. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's fine. Like things happen. I get back in my car. I text her. I call her. She immediately responds and she says, I'm so sorry, Allie. We're, we've quit lessons. We, we don't have time to do this anymore. And I'm like, oh, woman. Oh, woman. <laughs> You just screwed me over. Now I can't pay my rent. I literally could not pay my rent that month. I had to borrow money from my grandmother and it was such a disaster. So I learned in that moment that I needed to have a termination policy that said, if you're going to quit lessons, I need to have X amount of time. I need to have X amount of days so that I can go find a new student and not be completely screwed over by the fact that you have been paying me consistently for X amount of time and now you're not anymore. So absolutely recommend having a termination policy <laughs> to rest me, trust me, trust me. I have used it many times and it has been such a huge lifesaver for me. So those are the five policies that I recommend putting inside of your contract. I'm going to summarize them again. Number one, we have communication slash expectations. Number two, we have scheduling. And yes, that absolutely includes makeup lessons. I know I didn't say that before, but make sure that you put that inside of your scheduling policy, whatever that is. Number three, we have payment. Number four, we have tardiness. And number five, we have your termination policy. Now, as I said in the beginning of this podcast episode, it's worth reiterating that you have to teach people how to treat you. And here's the thing. If people want it, they'll pay for it. They will. If people respect you, they won't even bat an eye. So if you ever have drama that you encounter with your clients around these policies, I encourage you to continue to remind yourself that this is an opportunity to teach them that if they do not respect you, if they don't respect your policies, then my goodness, you don't have to teach them. It doesn't matter how much someone is paying you. If they don't respect you, if they are making drama for no reason or for some very, very, very petty reason, which is something that I would say happens nine times out of 10, then you don't have to teach this student, my friend. They don't need to be a part of your business. They aren't serving you. They're not supporting you. So let this be an opportunity to practice releasing them. You know, policies are such a great thing because they set the standard between you and your client. They create respect, right? And they also help you curate the ones that don't need to be a part of your business. So if somebody is pushing back against your policies, then it is okay to release them, to let them go. I can't, it makes me really honestly so sad. Like it makes me so, so, so sad that the amount of conversations that I have with voice teachers on one-on-one calls, people pay me a pretty penny for those one-on-one calls, but the amount of conversations that I have with teachers where they are basically crying to me over the fact that they feel like they are being controlled and manipulated by their clients, 
that is just not okay. It just like, why? Why do we have to let people treat us like this? This is not normal. Other people don't deal with this shit. So you don't have to deal with this shit either. (laughs) And I'm being real because I know you need to hear it. I know that if you are listening to this and you are dealing with a dramatic client right now and you're feeling like, oh, should I let them go? I don't know. The answer is yes. It is okay to let them go. A very easy script that you can use, and you can even go and check my Instagram to go and find this script. I posted this exact same thing, but here it is. Are you ready? It's so simple. It goes like this. At this time, I am no longer available to teach, and then insert student name here. If you would like to discuss this further, let me know. And that's it. That's literally all you have to do. I think that a lot of us think that we need to justify and have all these reasons and have this whole explanation, but you don't. You really, really don't. Let them come to you. If they want to know why it is that you're letting them go, let them come to you. You don't have to explain it to them and make it more about your business and your growth as a teacher and less about them as a student. So I hope that that is helpful for you and I hope that you are going to take all of this to refine your policies because I'm telling you, my friend, your policies, oh my gosh, it is going to be the best thing that you do for your business. It is going to give you that alignment and that freedom and that feeling of being like a freaking boss again in your life. It's going to be so great. So (laughs) definitely make sure that you refine those policies. As I said in the last episode, this is the best time to get yourself back to school ready, my friend. So if you're serious about up-leveling your business, this is the time to be refining your policies and your contract. And this is the time to come and join us because (laughs) I'm so excited about this accountability circle that we are creating here at The Voicepreneur. This circle, it is called a circle, is a group coaching program and it is going to help you do all of the things that you need to do to be back to school ready. So policies, contract, email templates, inquiry forms, payments, scheduling, all the things. There's so, 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 so much. And this is the best time to be working on it because there's going to be a group of us doing it together and you will have me and everybody else helping you out with every step of the way. So if you want some support on all of the things that you need to do to make sure that your business feels totally ready, come and join us inside of the circle. We are having this from August 1st through August 22nd. And this is an opportunity for you to get feedback on all of the things. So if you want an extra pair of eyes on, let's say, the wording of your policies or your contract or an email that you're going to be sending out to your students or studio updates or your handbook or scheduling or payment or any of these types of things, you want to make sure that you're doing all the things that you're supposed to be doing. I say that with air quotes, but you know, you're doing it in a way that feels really good for you and all of your students. This is the place where you can be posting that and getting that feedback from me and from all of the other people inside of that group. So if you want to get on the wait list for that, be sure to click on the link inside of the show notes. I'm so excited about this. I really feel like this is just going to be such a great place for you to up-level your business. So come and join us inside of the circle before August 1st. And if you're listening to it after that, that's okay. We will have more come up in the future. And as always, you can come and find me over on Instagram at The Voicepreneur. Come and DM me so that we can connect. And if you want any other resources to help you grow and scale your teaching business, check the links inside of the show notes so that we can support you every step of the way. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will catch you in the next episode.